are looking for a way to transform a passion into a purpose, you have come to the right spot. This is episode five, and today we're going to talk about launching your Etsy business, how to do it, how to pick a name, and how to get started. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another fun day at The Handmade Entrepreneur. Today, we're going to chat about how do we get started. So last week, I gave you a homework assignment. We talked about how to zone in on the products that you're going to sell, how to do your research on which products are going to sell and do best. So by now, you should have a pretty good list of the items that you want to get started. So before you even start creating, you need to have your foundation. We're going to build the basement today. So if you don't already have an Etsy account, we need to get started and actually make an account. So if you log on to Etsy.com, you'll be able to register for a new name if you don't have one yet. Go ahead and create that. Um, You can use your email address. It's pretty um, self-explanatory. It's not difficult. Um, For that name, you can really pick anything. So just go ahead and create an Etsy um, account. And then the next step would be to create a shop. Now, this is where it it gets a little bit to be important. So when you're creating a shop, you have to pick a name. And the name needs to be easy. It needs to be memorable. Um, You definitely don't want to pick something. um, You don't want to say like Jasmine Shop 125974. Nobody's going to remember it. Um, Not saying that people necessarily remember shop names, but I can definitely give you a list of names that I constantly shop and the name is always in my head. Um, so you want to pick something that is easy so that you can possibly get those repeat buyers that remember your name. Um, so try to pick something that's going to make sense. Maybe it'll explain a little bit about what you do. Um, let's say you make bows. Maybe you'll call it Jasmine's Bows or Jasmine's Hair or you know something along those lines. Now, if you're not planning on sticking in one category, that's completely fine. Maybe you can do something like Jasmine's Creations or Jasmine's Gifts or, you know, something that says a little bit about who you are and what you do. So at the very top, after you create your login, it'll say open a shop. You want to click on that and then you're going to follow those steps. And the first step is really creating your business name. So you're going to type it in. You're going to hit search. Make sure nobody else has it. Um, it might take you a little bit of time. Etsy's been around for a long time and, um, you know, a lot of the names are taken, which is okay. You could definitely find something still that that'll work. So once you find a name that it says that it is readily available, the next suggestion that I have is to see if you can buy a domain with the same name. Not saying that you have to buy that domain today, but in the future, should you ever want to open up a website? it would be nice to have a matching domain name. So a good place to start is Namecheap or GoDaddy.com. These are all places that you can do a general search to see if that domain is available. Now, should the domain name not be available, it's not the end of the world. Um, I mean, if you're dead set on Jasmine's Creations and that that name is gone, that's okay. Um, We can deal with that later. So... Once you have your decision on which one you're going to do, um, you can go ahead and open up your your shop. Um, Once you actually open your shop, the next thing is going to be adding products. 
So this is where you actually need to start making items. So take your list, um, start learning the trade if you haven't already. Um, if you want to crochet but you don't know how, now is the time to start learning. Um, start figuring out exactly what products you want to make first. And then uh, make sure you have the skills ready to go. So once you get to the create a product section, um, we need to start adding products. And we need to have a decent assortment of products. Um, Etsy is a hard platform to get started. Um, when you are creating a product, um, people like to see variations. So when I see something that I like, I generally will click on the shop and see what other items that person makes. Because maybe I like that idea, but not that color. Or maybe I wanted something a little bit different. So the more options that you have available, the more sales you will get, hands down. Um, your first 10 sales are going to be the hardest. Um, I will, at the end of this, I'll give you a cheat that you could possibly do if you wanted to. Um, but the more products that you have available, the easier it'll be. So when you pick, let's say, a hair bow, don't just make one kind of hair bow or one color of that hair bow. You want to make it in a whole bunch. So make, you know, 10 different color options. Um, make 10 different bow styles. Um, you want to have a decent selection for people to choose. It will take some time to build up that inventory, and that's completely fine. One of the things that Etsy does is in the very beginning, um, when you're in that very beginning screen of adding products, it'll allow you to add as many products as you want before you actually launch your shop. So you can have, you know, 10 items ready to go or 12 items or 40 items. Um, and then once you finally click the open, that's when Etsy will charge you the 20 cents. Don't don't not do it because of the 20 cents. Um, you definitely need to still do it. Um, but when you decide to launch, um, you can have a more solid foundation. Now, when it comes to actually making your listings, um, one of the first things that you will see is the photo section. So when you are making items, you need to think about how you're going to present them. When you're doing your research and you saw all these awesome items, um, did you happen to notice what they look like in their photos? Were they on just white background photos? Was somebody wearing it? Um, was it a lifestyle photo? And when I say lifestyle, was it somebody actually using that item? These are all ways that you can market your product and you just need to decide what is the best for you. Um, I am constantly going back and retweeting, uh, retweeting, retweaking all of my products. Um, so for instance, I will make all my products look the exact same. And then down the road, I might go, you know, I should add this kind of photo. And then here I go again and I'll remake all of my photos um, to add that in. What I notice is more photos, the better. Um, if you could do a solid white background, that's great. Um, it'll make your product stand out better. Um, having a lifestyle photo is great because it shows your product in use. Um, if it's something that somebody could wear, if you could have a photo of somebody wearing it, even better. Uh, if you have a variations of colors, maybe you want to have a color diagram and that'll show all the colors that it can come in. Maybe you want to have a photo that shows a size versus maybe a, a dollar bill, depending on what exactly you're selling. If you're selling earrings, maybe you want to put it next to a quarter. This way people can see, you know, relatively what the size is. Um, these are all different photos that you can make to make your 
listing look better. Um, so that's something definitely that, that you want to think about. Um, going down through each of these products, you'll be able to adjust your thumbnail, and that is your very first photo. Um, I'd like to zoom in, not all the way, but I like to make it so that my fo- my actual product is the main highlight of my listing. I don't want to see a ton of white background because then my image is further back. It's not going to be like right there in your face, which is kind of what you want. Um, you just want your photo to be present. So you definitely want to zoom in a little bit. Maybe you don't need to at all, but I know I do. So that's what I do. And then the next part is going to be your title. Now, your title is going to be whatever you want to call it. Um, since we're talking about Jasmine's creations and she's making hair bows now, um, we're going to name this hair bow, I don't know, uh, Cinderella's loop-de-loop. Maybe it's a Cinderella patterned ribbon, um, and maybe it has a couple loops. So that's what you decide to name it. And then, then you're going to add some keywords. So what do people call a hair bow? Um, maybe it's called a bow by itself. Then you're going to put bow, comma, and then maybe you'll put hair bow, and then maybe you'll put girl's hair, and then you'll put girl, girl accessory. Um, maybe you'll put Cinderella as its own term. Um, and then these are all things that you can add to the back end of that title. And I would put as many as you could possibly fit or as many as you can come up with. Uh, a good way to see what people are using is to go back to your competition. Go back to those people that, that you saw that, that really spoke to you. What are they naming their titles? What in their titles stand out? Um, take those items. Take those items from a whole bunch of shops and put it together to make it your own. That is definitely something I recommend doing. I mean, they're a competition for a reason. So use what you can, you know, to help you. Now, in the next section, it's the about this section. Um, just answer the questions, you know, who made it? It should be you. So that's going to be I did. Um, it's going to be a finished product unless you're on the supply side, which is a totally different topic. And then, you know, when did you make it? Are you going to have these laying around ready to go or are you going to make them when somebody orders them? Um, all of my items are made to order. So that's what I chose. In the next section is the category. So how will somebody just randomly find your product? Um, since we're talking about hair bows, you want to find out what category would best fit a hair bow. Um, looking at this drop down menu, it's going to be accessories and accessories. It's going to be probably baby accessories and then maybe it's a photo prop but looking at this it doesn't really make sense so I'll probably go back there we go hair accessories is its own accessory category and then in that you get to choose if you want to be a barrette a bun holder a decorative comb hair jewelry Um, so you're just going to pick whatever is the best you know subcategory within that category so when somebody is just randomly searching through Etsy um that's how they will randomly find you is because they're in that subcategory and your item, you know, happened to be there. So continuing down the building a listing, you have primary color. You can answer that if you, you know, say it's just a pink hair bow. Maybe you want to put pink in there. Um, maybe there's a secondary color. These are all optional. I don't generally fill them out. Um, but if it matches your item, then by all means, go ahead. Um, If it's for a special occasion, maybe it's a newborn photo, maybe it's for a wedding, uh, a birthday, then you could definitely put an occasion and that'll be, you know, that'll help people that are doing searches. 
Um, same thing with holiday. If it's a Christmas hair bow and it has Christmas trees on it, go ahead and make it, you know, for Christmas. And then we get down to your description. Now, the way that I tend to build descriptions is I go back to all my favorite shops that sell the same items that I do. And I take all of their descriptions and I copy them and I put them into um, a Word document and I cut and paste and tweak all of those different descriptions and I make my own. So I take their best wording and their best um, layout and I just turn it into my own. Um, I find this to be the easiest. There's no reason to rebuild the wheel if the wheel is completely turning. Um, I just, I think that that wheel needs to look prettier. So I take a whole bunch of stuff and I cut and I paste and, and I add my own, you know, stuff into it until I come up with a description that, that really represents me. So that's how I build my description. Um, you can definitely do it 100% by hand. Um, but I find when I have done it 100% by hand, I find myself having to retweak it quite often. So this is a way that I have come up with where I don't really have to do that anymore. And then once you have your description done, you can continue on down and you'll get to production partners. Now, this is if you are teaming up with somebody who is helping you build this item. But if you are making this by hand, you don't have to worry about that. Next is going to be custom orders. You know, are you accepting custom orders? If somebody doesn't want that pink bow, but they want a different shade of pink or they want pink with polka dots, is that something that you are willing to accommodate? If it is, then you can definitely click that button. Um, and that'll just let customers know that, you know, hey, if you want something special, I can make it. And then you're going to go to section. Now, these are your sections in your shop. So for hair bows, maybe you want to, you know, have a different category or a different section for each kind of hair bow. Maybe you want an alligator clip section and a newborn photo prop section and a big bow section and a small bow section. And this will just help us so people are actually in your shop. They can you know, click on one section and get all the same kind of items. And then the next section is going to be your tags. Now, these are kind of like your keywords that we just went over in the title, but these are more on the back end. So same thing like we've been doing. Um, if you go back to all your favorite shops again, at the bottom of all their listings, you're going to see a whole bunch of keywords. And those are keywords that they have built into their listing. So same thing, go back through, find out what keywords a lot of them are using. Um, you should see a pattern that most people are writing hair bow or most people are writing bow or child accessory. And those are the keywords that you want to input into your tags. You only get 13. You don't have to steal all 13 from other shops. You could definitely add your own. Um, but you definitely want to have a solid foundation. So that's why looking at the other shops is important. So make sure that you have a solid foundation. And then maybe your last, you know, four or five or three uh, keywords, you can make it your own. So maybe you'll add in pink or you'll add in Cinderella or um, maybe girls hair bow just didn't wasn't, uh, you know, one of the biggest keywords. Maybe you'll add that in. And then once your 13 keywords are done, I do recommend that you use all 13. Um, you're going to move on to materials. So what is that hair bow made of? Um, maybe you have an alligator clip. You could type that in. Maybe. It's a cotton fabric, so you'll write cotton. Um, you don't really have to, you know, go crazy. You don't even have to add that in if you don't want to. It's just something that's there. And then you're going to go down and we're going to talk about price. So you have a couple different options when it comes to pricing. You can either have variations, and a variation means that you sell this 
item, but it comes in different options. So let's say it's a single loop bow, um, but you want to only have one listing for 12 colors. So with that, you can have a variation that'll say color or whatever you want it to say, and then you can have the different colors labeled. Now, if you're going to do it like that, you need to have a photo um, that shows all those different color options to make it easier for people to, to decide what color they want. So in that variation, you're going to put color. You're going to say black, white, silver, blue, whatever colors you choose. And then um, you can you have the ability to have a second variation. And maybe that has to do with size. Um, maybe it's a single loop. Maybe it's a double loop. Um, it can be whatever you want it to be. And then you can make a variation for that. Now, somebody just starting out, I really don't recommend um, getting into variations because, like I said earlier, people want to shop um, different options. So the more listings that you have, the better it'll be. As your shop gets fuller, it, it is probably better for you to shrink them back down and make all those variations. But in the beginning, the larger your shop looks, the better. So with the variations, you do have the option of charging a different price with those variations. Only one of your variations can have a charge um, difference. So if you want your colors to have a different charge for each color, you can do that. Or if you want to do it based on size. Um, for that example, the size would definitely make more sense than the color. So a single loop might cost $10. A triple loop might, might cost $14. Um, so you're going to make your your choice on cost. Before you actually decide how much you're going to charge for something, you definitely need to know what it costs you to make it. Um, you definitely want to figure out how long it took you to make it, how long it'll take you to continue to remake it, and then what your profit, you know, window is going to be. You definitely also want to keep in mind what your um, competition is charging. You don't want to be at the top of that, you know, price range, but you also don't want to be the very lowest. Um, I tend to be probably closer to the lower to middle, depending. Um, and that just works well for me. Um, but I also know that some people don't want to buy something that's cheap. They might think that there's something wrong with their product. Well, why is this one so much cheaper? It's got to be, you know, fake or it's got to be not very well made. So some people do really well charging a lot because if it's, you know, $10 more than everybody else, there's just got to be something special about it. Um, so. I mean, that does take some tweaking and some trial and error to see, you know, what price range your items sell best at. Um, I am constantly changing my prices and I'm, you know, constantly trying to figure out, you know, how can I sell more or, you know, what's going to bring more people. And then now we're going to leave the inventory and pricing and we're going to go on down to shipping. So this is where, so Etsy has a cool feature where you could buy postage through them. Um, I don't personally use it, but, you know, I have in the past. And with that, um, you need to set it up like how how much does the bow weigh? Um, what size packaging are you going to put it in? And then Etsy will calculate it for you and they will calculate it for your customer. Um, you can also add in a handling fee. And this is a secret cost that you're adding onto that shipping fee. So maybe, you know, you want to charge 50 cents and that's for your packaging. You can you can do that. Um, you can charge whatever you want. So then you're going to go down, you're going to enter your weight, you're going to enter the size. Um, I will say I watched a video recently and 
Etsy was saying that 60% of all items sold in 2017 uh, were items that had free shipping. So if there's a way that you can add in free shipping, which you definitely want to add that into your cost, um, it apparently sells better. Um, I am kind of doing both. I have a free shipping option if people reach a certain threshold. Um, but if they don't, then they pay for it. And it seems to be working well, which we can go into deeper later on. And then once you have finished building that, you can click save. So now you have your very first template. Now you can take that template and you can copy that and copy it and copy it and just keep changing those keywords. So say you're still making those, um, change your keyword from blue to pink and from pink to green and just go through them and, you know, keep adding. And then once you are finally done and you say, okay, I'm ready to go, um, you can launch your shop. Now, when you launch your shop, you have to make your shop look pretty. So you're going to need an avatar and you're going to need a shop banner. Um, I have made them. Uh, I've gotten lazy over the years. And now I just go to the Etsy marketplace and I buy them. So if you go to Etsy.com and you just do a random search and you could just write Etsy banner. And you can find ready to go logos and banners and uh, sale signs and all that stuff. And they're relatively cheap. Um, I mean, I'm looking at some right now that are four and five dollars. Um, it's definitely worth, you know, to have that done and ready to go. So then you're just going to add that on and then you're really ready to just wait for the sales to come in. Now, I did talk in the beginning about how to cheat. Um, like I said, you know, the first 10 sales are the absolute hardest. Nobody wants to buy from a new shop. Nobody wants to be that first sale because Nobody knows you. Nobody knows. I mean, the more sales that you have, it's easier for people to buy because, well, if 10,000 other people bought it, it's got to be good. So I'm going to buy it too. Um, but when you are the very first person, there's no reviews. They don't know what they're getting. Um, people tend to be cautious when, it's, when you're that new. So a way to cheat the system, and I'm not saying it's right, but it's a way. Um, is to either have a family member or you can open up a second Etsy um, account and you can buy your own items. Um, you know, buy 10 items and it'll show that you have 10 sales. Um, it's definitely a way to jumpstart your sales um, and get out of that, oh, she's new. Um, if you choose to go down that route, there is a way to make a coupon. Um, so back in your shop manager, if you click on marketing and then you can go to sales and coupons and you can make yourself a 90% off coupon which you know will save you some money you do obviously have to pay it and you're going to pay fees on on that sale but it will kick kickstart your Etsy business so that's all I have today on how to open up an Etsy shop and how to get started as always if you have any questions or you want me to go over a topic better or anything that'll help you guys, please just let me know. I'm always happy to take those recommendations and do a show for you. Um, so as of right now, make your shop and start making your items. Um, more the better. And then let's start getting you guys some sales. So I will see you later on this week. Have a good one.